0: bit back a little bit back and down a bit down a bit that's perfect thank you very much i'm
1: just gonna stay right here all podcast I was, hunched no, over
0: no 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 i was trying to add you to my game but i'm like what does tom look like uh, okay. that i can it's difficult to do people without having a snap so now i have a snap
2: like i interrupted you the kid you and was like do? you're done
1: you know what you need to do we need to get off at 7.50
2: <laughs> Yep
1: Fuck They're, the kids Yep. They, Welcome back to Plans Are Optional this Look, no nope. kid <laughs> 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 We're starting this shit off right now he <laughs> <laughs> can leave that little first bit in <laughs> <I> Oh, <laughs> he's going to This is all material class.
2: He's going to
1: We can go through the minutes and the seconds I don't know
3: Oh, all the right, librarian's
1: gonna to die, die. <laughs> Tom, just roll on Alright, I'm also here with Andrew, Marty, Hannah, and Neil this week Yeah, you this are This is a, a mess of an intro <laughs> Yeah, it is we're, talk- <laughs> we're talking about kids And Marty, oh, uh, yeah Cuddling them it- Cuddling them? No, cuddling. no,
2: no, no, no
1: Marty <laughs> definitely, is cuddling. Definitely not cuddling Marty's cuddling with the kids
2: No, All right. no so wrong.
4: you have to say for yourself, Marty?
3: <laughs> uh, so, Marty. Well, we already made fun of him about the bridesmaids, so I guess he's kids now. Because oh, the I bridesmaids kicked him out. See,
4: bridesmaids. <laughs> never mind. Fuck
2: off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're off to a banging start. That was, was tremendous
4: at myself. I know. Ugh, it's
2: not how you start. It's how you finish, right?
4: I guess so. <laughs> the okay. Slow start to a strong finish. <laughs> okay. yeah. I don't Hannah's know. Face. That's- <laughs> face. I had to think about it. I don't know. This is like, mm, not sure about that one. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Marty, what <laughs> Be- before this podcast, you have a, a weekly call with kids. What is what is the uh, what's the discussion in a lot of these?
2: So it's the leadership group for one of the programs that I run, and so they meet every week from the half hour right before we start recording this. And over whoa, 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 time, Marty,
3: they they meet at seven thirty at night.
2: It's used to start at seven. More kids couldn't make it at seven, so they pushed it
3: back. At, oh, oh, that doesn't change my it's point over, at all. They meet at seven it's at over
2: night over Zoom. It's not like we're meeting in person. They meet over Zoom. They take
3: time out of their evening when they should be with family.
2: How about are they? That's the
4: time
3: <laughs> they wanted yeah,
2: to creating. set up. That's the time they wanted to set up. I'm, so it's you a coddled group. them and accepted it. They vote, on it. They vote it. on it, yeah.
4: As leaders Marty, it sounds tomorrow, like you need to take
3: leadership and say no. That's not the point of
4: this uh, program. Time, finishing on time seems like a valuable lesson.
2: It's a program about government. Nothing ever finishes on time in government, so they're learning the lesson they need to learn.
4: I'm learning lesson I learn as well, which is we're starting at eight fifteen, basically.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Valuable insight. I had
2: I had this plan because I'm home, like I'm I'm actually able to drink alcohol while we record this. I was like, you know. I'm going to make myself a nice cocktail and we'll be fine. Da, 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 and then I get a message from Neil. Hurry the F up. Just <laughs> so I had to settle for beer. <laughs> so I was going to be like more five minutes late. I had to transition from doing the oh, Zoom dude. outside, but still outside no. to come inside. Right. But now I'm settling for beer. Is, where is I could there any had... reason
1: you couldn't start?
2: I'm not going to be in a meeting with kids Marty, and have a school... beverage. I'm responsible here.
1: Why not?
3: Yeah, well, I'm not going to be in a meeting with kids at seven o'clock at night either. These are the kind of
1: decisions you need to make.
2: It is what it is.
1: What? How old are they? Did you Did you say how old they are? I missed that. If you well, did,
2: they're high schoolers to eighth grade.
1: Okay. And so they should
0: have more of a life than calling into a government <laughs> Zoom meeting at seven
4: thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did we just call these kids nerds?
2: Yeah, we did. Well, you know what they call <laughs> Do themselves.
1: Listen to the podcast.
2: They, they call themselves <laughs> YAG nerds. They've tried to find this podcast. What? So, yes, they have.
1: Oh, they've tried oh. to find it.
4: Well, we are now. A well, I
3: hope they find this child
4: one. bullying it, <laughs> podcast. Hold on, there's
0: something wrong here. here. Is it, we have a problem with our marketing? If it's that <laughs> difficult to find,
4: we need listeners.
0: Yeah. Is it
3: that hard to find us? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think it's okay. I've even gone to the point where I, I you know, I, I don't do any marketing at all. I was out the other day with Caitlin and some friends, and she brought up the podcast. And I'm like, no, you guys don't want to listen. If you guys listened, you'd be like the second listeners. So that's a, that's a, Good gauge of how quality this is. I tried to dissuade anyone who wants to listen at this point.
4: Why? Is, so that, do I. is Why? that just the reverse
3: psychology marketing though?
4: Okay, we're going into negative wait, listeners. Wait a minute,
3: wait a minute. Why? Because this one starts off with fuck kids. Hi, I'm Tom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Quality control. Quality assurance, quality control. <laughs> it's it's it's
0: it's good. Entertainment is professional to let people know what they're getting into at the very beginning.
3: Yeah, that's smart. That's He's true. Them the opportunity Good job, Tom.
0: To, to tune out as Appreciate soon as they it. feel offended. <laughs> I think they
4: tuned <laughs> out, tuned
0: really out about 110, 110 episodes ago.
4: I was, <laughs> oh, so yeah, just get the middle bit and just don't tell them about the podcast. It's fine.
0: Yeah, I don't tend to talk about it, but it does come up once in a while. And, um, I have the same response Andy has, which is, don't listen.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, I, and I've I've found I've actually found that that response has the opposite effect that you would want. It,
1: it is it, like a reverse psychology. It is. It, it is yeah. a
0: reverse psychology because then people do they do listen. They're,
1: they're and then really they say, Oh, they're I, like, I listened.
0: Uh, I listened. I did it because you yeah. told me not to, so I did it anyway. It's <laughs> like,
1: oh, <fuck> <laughs> <God."> <laughs> and you're like, well chokes on you and i'm like now yeah exactly that's what I'm like to it every I, week I, yeah i'm like well, well i
0: told the- you yeah. so and they're like yeah
4: <laughs> like, so they, they, they don't come back for another lesson is what you're saying i
0: don't know if they do maybe they do they it just goes quiet <laughs> which means they're either just like consummate fans or the end. <laughs> i i don't want to make a judgment
3: well there we goes my friends if with they're Neil.
0: Fans, your friendship with me
3: yeah no no <laughs> like if someone's listening to it for the first time oh, they're yeah, like oh, yeah. i can't i can't it, talk to him ever again
0: it's a great it's a great filter in a social in, if you if you're socially active it's a fantastic filter because it really cuts out those people that you just know in the long run you're not going to get on with that well
4: i agree
2: smart <laughs> That's very bold. You tell them not to listen, just so they can hear you say that. <laughs> nice.
0: No, I'm not telling them not to listen because I feel that that's the truth. I tell them not to listen. If they continue to listen, then fair play. Let's let's uh, let's do some cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That is escalated. Know, whatever. Let's have a good time. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh. oh my god. Anyway, change of subject. I know none of you guys care. We didn't really have
4: a subject, so thank you.
0: Way more wholesome than cocaine, but um, happy Father's Day to everyone. Um,
2: Because none of us are fathers but you.
3: This this is going to come out (laughs) like a week and a half after Father's Day.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's true. So Father's Day was yesterday based on the day that we're recording. I just want to share this because you guys are talking about kids earlier, I think before the podcast. Um, and we're also talking about naps and sleeping. So my kid gave me a Father's Day uh, uh, piece of paper that he did at school where they give you like things to fill in. You fill in the blanks right, about your dad, which mm-hmm. is always a, it's always a recipe for some hilarity, right? Yes. <laughs> so here we have it. Like, my name is Owen. I'm seven. My dad is Neil. He's 42 years old. For work, he is a web developer, which is incorrect. But I do respect the close. fact that he knows about the web developing, so that's cool.
4: I respect the fact that he knows how old you are.
0: Sure, that's I don't know how cool. old
4: my act- my dad is, and I'm an adult. That is actually yeah. I
0: don't know how know, how he knows that because actually when he when I read it, I thought it was wrong, <laughs> and I thought it was. I thought I was 43 and I had, to, I had to ask my wife if that's correct. So, yeah, good for him. Um, oh. And then here's where it gets good. He says, he loves to nap. Yep. But he hates to cook. I don't He's know about that always, one. Yeah, whatever. This is just, you know, mm-hmm. life from the perspective of kids. He is always saying, hey, Owen, Elsa, come look at this. Which is very true. I am always doing that. I'm always like, hey guys, come look at this. And I'm always like showing them shit. So I thought that was funny. He's best at fixing wood, but he is best at taking naps. He is not very good at cooking. So it's kind of the same thing. Um, And that's about it. But there you go.
2: So he just told you you're not good at cooking.
0: So, But the funny thing is, like I think I mentioned this before, when I do cook... They love, my, they, they love it. But I think what he means by that is I don't cook very often.
3: Right. Cause if because if you went to a in, restaurant yeah. and you got your meal late, you wouldn't say it was bad food. You say that restaurant sucks because you had to wait an hour and a half for your food to get there. You, on the other hand, you don't <laughs> cook for weeks on end.
0: Exactly. So in his mind, I'm just not into cooking. But I'm you definitely suck a it. napper. Mm-hmm. Which means that he must visibly... Observe me. He must observe me, just lying on the couch, lying in bed, <laughs> sleeping all the time. This is this is this is me.
1: At least he's not <laughs> saying that. That's what you do for a living.
0: That's very true. Could, <laughs> I, he may have been confused there, and that could have easily happened. Yeah.
3: He get, gets paid the true tragedy is that he hasn't said anything about Rocket League in there. I was thinking that. No, right.
0: he didn't you know you know my daughter when she did this when she was like four she did mention rocket league oh my i don't know if we still oh, have she it she has a brighter around. future yeah she did actually mention it <laughs> because i think that was when i was super into rocket league and like she was like oh yeah my dad likes to play rocket cars or whatever it is <laughs> <laughs> which you know compared to all these other dads who are like fucking whatever like money fund managers and respectable members of society. It's like
4: You're a cool mean, dad.
0: I'm a I'm a rocket car dad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. We can move on now. Well
3: Happy Happy Father's Day Neil. I hope it Thank was a good you. one.
1: Happy Father's Day. It was fine.
0: Did you get a nap?
3: What'd you guys
1: do?
0: <laughs> I didn't get a nap. You know what we actually did was I, I bought a slack line. You guys ever done those slack lines?
1: Yeah, that's called a broken ankle oh, on, on a rope. Not like a sip. Like a zipline kind of thing? Or like no. a tightrope. Yeah,
0: so it's a, it's basically just a thin uh slack line like piece of you know, nylon and you get a ratchet and you, you buy the kit and you wrap them around uh two trees within sixty feet and you, it's like a tightrope. You're making like a tightrope to learn to walk on on a thin rope or okay. a piece of nylon. Mm-hmm. So I actually bought one of those and we took it to the park and I hooked it all up and uh told the kids and basically the kids just like, you know, spent couple hours playing on it um and it was fun it was actually quite fun like it's uh, it's different like it's not it's just fun um, do you go
1: across it with like a, a stick in your hand like a, a large pole to balance yourself
0: no yeah. i was telling them that that's how they do it like in the circus and shit but mm-hmm. they didn't have a large pole at, at hand but they because they have small feet they're they're quite able to do it um but i was offering them ten dollars to get from the from one tree to the other, that was the deal. The first one to do it gets to get to the end. Give give them some incentive, right? Some mm-hmm. some reason to yeah, get, right, get into right. it. So they were doing it for a good while, um, but they never quite made it to the end because it, it is actually very difficult. It takes a lot of practice, um, and it comes with a top um, thing as well. You can hook up higher, so you can you can hold on to it above your head to give you a little balance to sort of practice because. It tends to, the, the way it works is, is the closer you get to the middle, the more it tends to buffer backwards and like left and right, like laterally because um, of the physics of it. So it's like you fall off pretty easily, but they did pretty good. Um, but it was fun. Yeah. That's what I did on Father's Day. That was it.
1: So what
2: if Andrew and Basically. I have that same race? Is it also $10? Uh,
0: yeah, Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you do you want more, Marty? Do you want more money? Should it be fifty?
4: Actually, really you low-balling.
0: know what? Give You know what? I say fifty bucks because I was trying to do it and being slightly older and more clumsy, it's pretty tricky. So yeah, I'll throw fifty bucks out there. Alright. All you guys get <laughs> busy visit, we'll go set up a slack line. I guess we're slacklining. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do we uh, do we have a YouTube channel?
3: Oh, we're gonna. Yeah. have you watched it?
1: <laughs> uh, I think I may have watched Neil put on a bunch of shirts before. Or take them off, <laughs> I forget. <laughs> put them on and take them uh, off. Uh,
3: I don't that's know. a different video. Oh, whoops. That's our Patreon. That <laughs>
4: yeah. I mean, that is the thing we
2: could do. We could make the transition to we do this live on YouTube and then take the audio on do
4: it live didn't that go yeah. so well when we did that uh that game
2: it did what well, oh, go yeah. well actually, wait i was it.
1: in i was like the the government actually, yeah people the actually citizenship.
4: like that one a lot the yeah. One. yeah people I really think like I playing along with the that was
1: before i was that was pretty fun
4: that's true that actually went pretty well
2: not one i not one of my worst ideas
4: what's one of your worst ideas marty
2: uh, <laughs> let's not have story time with marty <laughs> week
4: <laughs> well what are we gonna talk about jesus christ
1: what's one of hannah's worst ideas i got something Joining planned i was waiting to get into it
2: mm. tom has something tom what are we going with
1: i do so Neil, we touched on this a little bit last week about uh the game that you're making called who stole your beard or who stole my beard
0: who stole my beard yeah
1: yeah so that is we, my game. We, i feel like we lightly touched on it and uh I wanted to ask you a lot more about it and get a i don't know do like a little not necessarily a q and a but just uh kind of find out a little bit more about it and uh a little free advertisement i guess. Oh, to, yeah. our, For to our
0: negative negative ten thousand yeah. people on my wish list right now it's gotta start it's kinda, somewhere right you yeah. should have been kinda... telling them to listen neil so so you know it's a good time to talk about it because uh, i basically have finished the game and i was looking around on reddit and i noticed someone posted um about like you know how to get people to test your game as an indie developer like as a you know low budget or zero budget kind of developer and i found this cool site which um they give you a hundred dollars free credit and so i signed up uh on saturday and i was able to for the hundred dollars free because i don't wanna spend a ton of money um i was able to get 10 people you're able to pay i'm able to get 10 people to play the game for like 75 minutes um, and then you ask them questions, and they tell you like, what did they like about it? How did they rate it? What would they change? Blah blah blah. So literally today, I just got the first six people um, to have actually played the game. So I have some uh, some statistics to Ooh. yeah to oh. reveal. So so Wait, the game on. is
3: hold on. Before you keep going, you said you're essentially done.
0: Pretty. I'm. I'm in the like the final phases whereby people can play the game. Um, everything's pretty much finished. Obviously, bugs that people find I'd have to fix, um, but the fundamental everything's fundamentally there. So, yes.
3: Okay. All
1: right. Would you say that's like beta, like a beta version? Yeah, it's point? in a
0: beta. It's it's in beta. Like an, uh... Yeah
1: open access
0: alpha or beta it's no, like okay. if it was if it was like if i were to be like a, a a serious game developer or someone that was making something actually good um you would call it like early access and maybe have people come and pay to play it and then give you feedback and then mm-hmm. you would adapt to the game but it did occur to me because um, it isn't really something that i like I, I'm not the kind. Of, I just kind of do stuff and then just say fuck it and just throw it out into the world and just see what happens. But in actual fact, there's a lot to be said for getting feedback and then adapting and changing and shit like that. Like this scientific method, I guess. <laughs> Instead of just here it is, fuck it. Do you like yeah. it? <laughs> Good. If you don't <laughs> like What's your it, audio, like you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Is there I a like audio? Yeah, a, a website like that for podcast. He's working on it.
0: <laughs> Very similar to my audio, like. It is what it is. That's kind of my way of thinking. But anyway, so j- just before I go into the stats, so the game is kind of a retro... It's, it's a really simple game. I just wanted to make a game. Um, I made it in honor of my dog, who died. Uh, it's a fun game. I spent uh, quite a long time making it on and off over the last couple of years. Um, and it's kind of just, you know, I just kept plugging away at it. Just a bit here and a bit there. And um, it's a game, so... It's not like a, it's a game made by one person, so that should give you an idea of like what kind of game you might expect, considering you know modern games. Like we have a listener who is a game developer, right, um, Peter, Canadian mm-hmm. Neil. Yeah. So Canadian Neil, and he, you know, like a proper game studio, you know, many many people work on game production. So and it, and it's difficult. I will say that. Um, on the whole, it's it's a difficult thing to do. There's a lot of different skill sets you need to, to, to make it to get to the end. Um, I've definitely learned through doing it that within the communities that most people don't get to the end. Like there's millions and millions of games out there that just never ever get finished because it's a variety of skill sets, right? It's it's art, it's music, it's story, it's coding, it's programming, it's... There's, is a lot of technical aspects to it um it's easy to give up and just sort of walk away um but i stuck it out and uh so i made it and that was it and um i'm going to be releasing it on steam within the next month or two so uh i'm obviously responding to the feedback that i'm getting from these testers to fix a couple of like minor issues and Mm. more like also like you know issues of like pacing um things they really don't like about it that not necessarily bugs but just like you know i don't like certain aspects of it um and i have to take that with a grain of salt you know bearing in mind that some people are going to be haters and some people are going to be not haters so you know you just have to kind of decide what you think is important um but you know it's it's been fun i don't i don't have any like major expectations for the game um Mm. to be totally honest with you uh, it's just fun to make something and have people participate in it. Um, even just having a few people play it on this testing system um, was fun. Like for the first time, just to see what people say about something that you put your, you know, time into. Um, so that's that.
1: So would you say this is just uh, something strictly just did for fun? Like that was. Oh that was yeah, it. yeah. Now no, in, the de- past, in the past, in the past, you yeah. you said you have created at least one game before right
0: yeah i made a game in the past which is not this kind not not like a full-on like class stereotypical game more of a casual mobile game um like a swiping left right swipe type of game
2: mm-hmm.
0: um and i did do that yeah that was that was quite fun um and that actually got a lot of people playing it um because that was a free-to-play game so it's much easier to get people to to download it if it's free right
1: No what- um did we talk about this last week? I forget if we if we did yes. on the podcast. Uh, we
0: I don't if we remember if we talked about yeah. it on the podcast, but yeah. yeah, it was a it was like a football, a soccer, right, a right. soccer, um, casual soccer manager game, mm-hmm. uh, which was cool. You know, I got a bunch of people playing it, and and um, uh, it was a good game, but it, it was very simple. Um, and I guess in a way, I kind of got the bug from doing that to like make a real game. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of what pulled me into doing this one.
1: Now, has that always been something kind of on your mind since the start of playing games? Whenever yeah, you started always, playing, like yeah, you always I thought, mean, oh, it'd be a lot of fun.
0: I've always been yeah. a huge game lover ever since I was a kid. And being slightly older than you guys, I mean, you know, I was, you know, NES, like old style games. I mean, I, I used to live for games when I was, you know, between like 10 and... Sixteen like mm. games of my life, so um, completely without a doubt, um, the creativity of it is what is what's interesting. It's like the the inspiration of games you used to play, all those cool games that you used to get immersed in as a kid. Um, I was all you know. There's so many different titles that I could I could talk about um, that inspired me creatively um and just, you know, had a big impact on me as growing up uh, as a kid. Um so to sort and in a way my game's kinda like that. It's kinda like it's not a it's more it's sort of an homage to those old style things, um, point and click adventures, um casual, um comedic, narrative based um type type games. Um
1: If you're if you were to name like one or two of your uh, the the most inspired games, I guess, that like you look at. Right. Um, I mean, obviously... What, everyone, what would you, everyone, do you have, I mean, like, everyone, one or two that come to mind?
0: Yeah, I mean, of this genre, like, Monkey Island was kind of like the, the classic back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, for me, um, you guys probably don't know, like, uh, Legend of the Mystical Ninja was, was classic. Earthbound.
1: Um, oh, yeah. I have played Earthbound.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those types of like, you know, and I mean, nowadays, there's so many indie developers that make games um, that fit into those kind of genres. Um, And I love the pixel art, you know, scene. I love games that are like full on like pixel art sensibility. Um, And there's so many, you know, really good games, modern games, you know, being released, you know, within the last year that just... Take those old styles of games that people used to mm-hmm. make and um, make modern modern adaptations of those and they're just they're, they're so fun um, and they get better and be- better and better
1: it's kind of like falling under a almost like a retro category in a way just from the the, the art style and direction oh yeah absolutely it yeah.
0: totally it's totally retro um it's totally indie i mean it's it's not your triple a you know or modern. 3d type thing mm. but but you know those kind of games um they're great but it's just you know there's, there's still a lot to be said for um i would say you know heart like for me it's more about the narrative it's more about like the the storytelling and the characters and there's been a real like um growth and resurgence in the last five years of especially in the indie scene of amazing story-based games. You know, emotionally driven, um, really well-written and well voice voice acting as well. Nowadays, obviously, back in the day, mm. you didn't get the voice acting because there simply wasn't the technological, you know, capacity for it. But nowadays, all those games bring in really excellent voice actors. Um, games like Tangle Tower. I don't know if you've ever played that or heard of that. Mm. Um, they bring in amazing really cool artwork and amazing voice acting um which really is you know good fun um but but yeah so that's and again you know as one guy it's it's only ever going to be so good um without lots of resources and money but uh yeah i had a blast making it to be totally honest I, i loved it it was it was really good fun um I don't think I'm going to do it in another one,
3: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: just just because it's a real fucking slog, to be frank, mm-hmm. and uh, it took me a long time. So yeah. I'm so, ready to move move on and move on to something else creative. Like I've always been into doing whatever. And like it's not like I'm. Just, I like remember I just make your games. New Year's
4: resolution, Neil, was to start writing a book.
0: Yes, and I am actually writing at oh, the moment. Good. I'm just Starting in the last. Like four weeks, I've been really getting back into riding, only to realize awesome. that riding is even worse than making a fucking game. <laughs> riding is the worst. Riding uh, is hard. Like at, at least still. making
1: writing in a game is a small portion of it, I guess. Or like it's just, you know it, decent it depends size, on game, but right? it's not it the, the entirety game. of it. It's yeah,
0: yeah. It, it depends on the game, right? If you're making a em up, then riding is not pretty. Yeah, that's that distant. But if you're making, and Rocket League, writing is not there, right? (laughs) But if you're making a story-based game or an adventure game, then writing is part of it. And actually to that, like I take my hat off um, to my wife because I had made the game and I put all the dialogue in to make the game functional, but then I knew I had to go back through and work on the dialogue again. So we've actually spent the last few weeks um, sitting together and she's been... I would play the game, and she'll go through the dialogue because she's she's pretty good at, at language too. So she'll be like helping me with uh, adapt the writing, tune up the dialogue, make it a bit tighter, make it better. Um, so you know that's um, that's awesome too. But uh, but yeah, you know it's again. Like I said, it's a multidisciplinary activity, um, and that's why I like it that's why I think I've had so much fun with it because you can wake up in on a day and be like, I feel like writing something today and you can write dialogue on the other hand, as a, you know, as a computer guy, I can be like, I just want to code shit today. So I can just code shit, Or maybe I just want to tinker and make artwork today. Mm -hmm. So it kind of gives you that, um, that freedom to just not be constrained to one particular form of, you know, art and just like, do whatever feels good on that day in and you know i guess you don't get that if you're just solely focused on if if you're an expert and all you do is Mm -hmm. one thing like if you just write or you just do visual art or whatever
1: did you find yourself gravitating towards a certain aspect of the game making i mean i always
0: gravitate to coding because coding is the thing that's easiest to me um by virtue of practice of many many years of that um i I'm less. I'm more adverse to the to to artwork because I'm not very good at, uh, like visual arts. Like, and I ended. You know, I have had help with the artwork. I've, I I got a guy from the Philippines to help me with a lot of the artwork, and I did probably half of it myself, and he helped with a lot of it. But I'm just not that artistic. And actually, I think you would mention the music.
1: You said for the music too, right?
0: Music is a no
1: go. <laughs> Literally, a no-go. didn't even try it
0: it's a no-go like <laughs> i know if i sat down and i spent weeks and weeks really putting the effort in and i could i could get there but i just i just suck um but i, I found a guy who was really good at music so uh, you know let someone let let someone who's good at it you know help me
4: <laughs> i don't think i would ever get to like original music on my own because i just don't think musically like at all if you wanted me to yeah, like
0: exactly. to like right.
4: think of what you want this to sound like and I'm like I don't know like a guy just lost his beard. What does that sound like to you? I don't know so right
0: I mean in in when I got the guy to do the music it's like it's very helpful to a composer to know what kind of theme or vibe you want and I, I was at least able to do that based on other video games and say I kind of want it to be like this and give them example tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, which he actually said was super helpful to him because usually people don't even go give him that much, um, mm-hmm. he, in terms of like people that you know contract him to do things. Um, so, so that I'm was def- really really yeah, helpful. It sound, so it sounds so like you definitely know, had some you know kind want. of
1: emotion or some kind of like tie into how you knew you want people to feel about it or how uh, yeah, know, somebody exactly. playing. You know, the exactly. I just to feel don't about.
0: have this. I just don't have the actual skill or experience to actually compose i'm not a musician like mm-hmm. i i'm just deaf ears you know and i'm just terrible um i can hear it but i can't make <laughs> it so, <yeah.
4: laughs> i know i really oh. like music i used to even play piano or whatever for a long time but never got to the point where i could do it by ear or anything like that i just can't it's just not there you have enough other yeah. skills neil it's fine
0: <laughs> right and it's you know it's it's good to just like branch out and just you know, get people to help you when you need to. So,
4: I think that's actually so a anyway, really, yeah. really cool part of it. Is how I don't know, man. The internet sometimes just makes blows me away. But I guess you guys all met through the internet, so it's not that shocking. But like, you just found all these random people to work with to help you out. Of this one game, I think it's, that's
0: it kind
1: of- pretty well,
4: well. Actually, I
0: mean, Reddit. Reddit is a fantastic place. Um, it was through Reddit that I found both the composer and the art guy. Um, just posting on like classifieds there's like game dev subreddits there's music subreddits composing subreddits there's so many talented people out there and it's it's amazing really when like the global community the global nature of it and how you can get not just a high quality um you know service but but just where these people come from i mean it, it it's it's just amazing to me like how you can easily find with a little bit of focused, you know concerted effort, you can easily find people um to help you in any arena, you know, to to help you boost your product to do whatever. And I think that nowadays when like, you know, it's necessary, right? No one is an expert at any one given discipline. So if you want to produce something, you need to find whatever it is marketers visual artists musicians coders but they're out there and you can just like you can find them pretty easily on 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 freelance sites or on things like reddit and pretty easy like
1: yeah, i've heard you know, of that uh, uh i think we've talked about that dv bass guy who i think he posted a couple youtube videos that he went on fiverr and, uh, oh, De- yeah, yeah, Davey, what's yeah, five, like, his
0: 504, whatever 504, his name yeah, is. yeah. <laughs> that guy's
1: hilarious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that guy's great.
1: Yeah. Listen to but, his uh, podcast. It's, it's interesting to see, like, so he hired uh, a couple people to, to create, I guess, musical melodies of whatever based on, like, a drum, ca- a drum track he created, just different bass lines. It's interesting to see, like, the different adaptations or yeah. um, just music bass lines that they can come up with. Uh, just listening to that and how each person responds or comes up with something. You know. And it's, so, fun. it's, so it's need... fun
0: to watch that from his perspective. Cause it's, he's one of the world's, you know, pretend, you know, best base players, right? Right. in right. The Top 50, top mm-hmm. 20, whatever you want to say.
1: Oh, he's up there for sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: So for him to, he just goes out anonymously to hire people to add a base, Add a bass line to a to a drum track that he just basically just fucking pulled out of his ass, and then <laughs> show it on YouTube. And yeah, it's amazing, right? But he does it in bands, right? It's like five dollars, fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, and then it would like hire the pros mm. and then compare the pros to the to the middling to the lower. And it's not always as you would think, right? Sometimes the pros are maybe stiff creatively, whereas usually it's someone in the middle that's, that just blows you away and comes yeah. up with something just fantastic. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's pretty amazing.
0: Well, I do want to say you also picked a phenomenal time
2: to do that with everybody in COVID lockdown to, like, you sure. want to be right. home creating yeah. or I'm not anything sure. like that?
4: You had much of a yeah. say in that I mean, one. But...
2: but with freelancing and everything else, consulting, like people will do that anyway. But it was like how many more people were – out there looking or just trying to have a creative outlet so kudos to you neil kudos Something to you, you.
0: Do. Yeah. well I don't, I don't think that's like anything to do with my um that's a timing thing but i think it's always been there like there's always that there because even the covid aside um from previous projects i've worked on over the years not just games but other things i've worked on you know there's a huge community of 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 skill sets available in other countries um like you know coding in india philippines artwork um and even you know way pre-covid but i do agree like there's definitely more of a um like people are always hustling and running side gigs and trying to use their skills to do things on the side um i feel
1: like i feel like this past year accelerated that yeah, I was going to say, I feel like this past year has definitely helped with that. Mm-hmm. If people wanted to experiment a little bit more with a side project project, or they just wanted to do it for fun, um, whether it was, you know, for a second work job or just for fun, right. at least they can experiment and test it out.
0: Yeah. And even my project, honestly, in hindsight, but for COVID, I'd probably be at least six to 12 months behind because I didn't really, honestly, appreciate just how much work it was, and I thought I'd, I thought I'd be done a lot sooner. Which is kind of a, it's a, it's a cliche in everything, but it's a very, it's a big cliche in the gaming development community that you think a game's gonna take you six months, it's gonna take you two years. Thing's gonna right. take you two years, it's gonna take you five. Um, so in a way, COVID was helpful because it gave me that, you know, there was less transition between work and working on a project and. Um, I was able to put more hours into it just by virtue of having more free hours in the day. So I think without COVID, I'd probably be at least six months behind where I am today, which mm-hmm. is, I don't know, yay, COVID. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this <laughs> project, like, this project, whatever, goes back to like <laughs> yeah.
4: episode title.
0: Like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, how,
1: how long has this been in development now?
0: It's been about two years. Yeah, Two years. Wow. Which, again, is way more than I ever would have um anticipated. And if you'd have told me that then I probably would have just not bothered. Like because it's just by the end of it, you end up producing something that is okay. It's not amazing. It's not going to change the world. It's not going to make you rich. It's purely just a you know a creative project that you mm-hmm. that you do. Um, maybe if you're lucky you might get some some you know real momentum out of it financially or career wise right because because i would love if something like this could bootstrap me into making games as for a living um and you know not necessarily quote-unquote make me wealthy but just enough to give me enough to be able to say now i have enough to make a new game and then put some time and effort into doing that maybe with two or three more people and make a a better quality game beyond this one, and then a better quality, you know, it's just, it's just stepping stones, right? It's just like how people...
1: On top of that, yeah. Yeah, and you, the next you thing constantly... You have your own, oh, you have, um, a, have a full-time studio or something. To make right,
0: another game. exactly. You have a studio or you... Also buy a motorcycle. Publishers pick you up. What's that, Maddie? <laughs> to also give you, you enough money what, to I, buy a motorcycle. A, so this game might do that. I don't think it'll give me enough money to, to make me make more games, but it might give me enough to purchase... A chase a motorcycle, <laughs> so so yeah, that'd wait. Be cool.
4: Did you actually end up putting money, a lot of money, into making this game?
0: Yeah, I've invested about five thousand dollars in the game.
3: Okay, so not an
0: insignificant no. Yeah, no, no, not 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 an insignificant amount of money. Um, over two years, you can sort of take that on the chin in the sense that whatever your hobby might be, whether it might be riding motorcycles or I don't know, playing golf every weekend. Yeah, spending 100 bucks for so, sure um, but I no no I, I spent some money on it yeah I, a couple of thousand dollars on artwork uh, about a thousand dollars on music um, uh, what else
1: uh, what kind of software did you use did you have to pay for that so, it, yeah, it...
0: so that's that's probably the biggest mistake I made in the game is uh, I would say in hindsight I used a very very basic game engine because I wanted to make a game as quick as possible story based game mm. without too much coding. But in reality, what happened was is I ended up doing tons of coding as I adapted the engine, and I just wish I'd made the thing in Unity, which is what you know most modern games—a huge percentage of modern games are made in. Okay. And um, I, if I could do it all over again, I'd start from the fresh and I'd just do it in Unity because I could. I can build to more platforms in Unity. I could build it to um, to consoles. Uh, I could release on Switch, PlayStation, and so forth. Interesting. But with the engine that I built on, I cannot do that. So I'm restricted to Windows, Mac, and then potentially mobile, but mobile has its own technical you know, limitations and problems. So initially, it'll just be on Windows and Mac, which is through Steam, basically. Um, but what a lot of people do in the indie community is they'll develop a game on whatever engine. They'll release it into Steam. They'll put it out on Windows. They'll put it out on Mac. And if the game gets a little bit of either a cult following or obviously a financial, you know, a decent success, then they will usually hook up with a publisher and then the publisher will help them or they themselves will start to, they'll just completely rewrite the game and port it into, into Unity so that they can push it to Switch, push it to PlayStation and do it that way. Because by then you've already you've got a following, right? You've got a fan base, and oh, yeah. you've got people that you've got people that want to play your game that do, but that don't have that don't play games on PC or you know whatever. But you know you kind of got built in marketing that way. But but actually, again, you know, again, not to just go on and on and on. But indie games, are like the Indie Apocalypse, as it's called, is a is a thing. Um, whereby there are so many games developed now by by people because the tool sets are out there for people to make games. That ever since about 2012, 2013 it's kind of like the onset of the indie apocalypse, which is that it used to be that making a game, if it was any good, would be a successful you know use of time financially and career wise. But nowadays, you can make an amazing game, and without marketing. You're fucked because there's literally 100, 200 games a day bouncing into Steam. And when you consider, you know, people, how long does it take to even play a game? Like games can be anything from five to 50 hours of someone's time. So it's really, really, really difficult to succeed as an indie developer. In You know, within the last 10 years, it's become exponentially difficult to, to sure. do well as an indie developer.
1: I think that's why a lot of these indie developers have gotten popular streamers to actually play their game, whether they yeah. you know, pay yeah. them on Twitch to go play. I mean, Among Us blew up for that reason through yeah. throughout and COVID. Among that us is that a, was out for several years. Among
0: now. Us is a very interesting game because most games, 99% of games do well within the first month. If they're going to make it, they make it within the first month. Just like anything, like a movie, you know, the box office mm-hmm. smash, you know, they need to do well in the first week, right? The first weekend. But um, Among Us was one of those that just sort of, I, I think it was a COVID effect, honestly. It was 100%. But COVID was yeah, perfect for
4: it Among was, Us.
0: Yeah, it was out for sure. like two years or three years or something like that until it actually took off. But it can happen. Um, and some games get kind of a cult following where they don't do so well in the first few months. But then they begin to build a a sort of more of a cult-like, you know, fan base. And then they start to build after that. But um, it just depends on the game, you know. But this, frankly, there's so many talented individuals out there, it blows my mind. Like, as someone making a game, I'll go and I'll look and I'm involved in these communities and I'll look at trailers and I'm tapped into the scene a little bit to see what new games are coming out. And You're looking for games that are similar to yours and you see some of these games and... It's just mind blowing. It's it's amazing. Like it blows my mind just how one or two individuals can do something of that quality and clearly put so much effort into it. Um, But again, it's 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 so saturated that um, I wouldn't recommend it. I guess (laughs) is the thing, and unless you like, I'm doing it as a hobby, right? But many people do this. They quit their jobs. They just quit their jobs. And they say, I'm going to quit my job, follow my dream, and be a game developer. And sure, 1 in 10, 1 in 100, whatever it is. 1 in 10 is works. not bad. 1 in 10 would be good, but that's not the That's reality. not real. But 1 one in 100, 1 in 500, it works out for them. But for a lot of people, it really just doesn't work out. And um, that's because it's so competitive, and there's just so many games out there. Um, video games, are as they're 10 a penny. Um, so our podcast... Know, so a podcast right exactly the content is content is not king like it's it's just uh it's everywhere it's absolutely everywhere but but again, mine was for fun, I'm not quitting my job um yes, I invested some money in it, but um sure that's just my privilege of being able to do so, but I'm not quitting my job, and I had a great time making it, so I'm very. Even if a hundred people play it and say it was fun, then that's good. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I, I'm happy with that. So, so it's good. Anyway, you want to hear the stats from six people? Yeah, well, that's yeah. what I was hoping so to go. hear. This is a, this is a great <laughs> oh, sample that's where size. we six at six, <laughs> six
1: people. So Sorry guys. to get sidetracked. I I, I, a I, have, yeah. I will say I had like 12 questions, 12 questions kind of written out, and he he nailed on a lot of them, but. I do but have I do quite a bit I do more. A I, I can touch on a little bit more. I was ready for this Tom, episode. Wait yeah. for the stats. I'm waiting now. No,
4: you asked me. Ask the question about stats the stats.
1: After? Wow, <laughs> wow, that's that was going to be more towards the end. I, I feel like there's there's like a process of asking these questions. Like, <laughs> I mean, Neil kind of gave us an overall encompassing description at the beginning, and then I've been stepping through it a little bit. Um, I mean, my well, next, well, my I next... wanted,
0: hold on, hold on. I wanted sure. to make it not about my game, but just talk about the landscape so that maybe this podcast is of interest to people. Right? I'm not I'm just talking about me. I'm talking about the game, the indie game community and what's involved and how things work. Yeah, I was no. trying to make that, it more generalized. Yeah.
1: Sure. No, I th- I think our, our listeners will appreciate speaking about that. Not just, yeah, strictly Q and A for you specifically. Um, I, I, like some of the questions I had here, um, like one of these, and this is for anybody can can answer this. Maybe Neil could start. But during the process of creating the game, um, would you come up with? Did you did you have like the idea completely story ready to go at the start? Like how how did you come up with that? And. Did you find yourself like waking up in the middle of the night and having like an idea to jot down or record on your phone through like a voice recording or something? Or as you were like in a store or out at a park or something, just something came to you. Like, did Tom, you? Did you have listen, that? He's a fantastic sleeper. He didn't wake up. For uh, he doesn't then. have any thoughts. <laughs> 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 but, but maybe it's he's. That's maybe why he's napping during the middle of the day because the dreams give him. I oh, was waking that up in the middle of the night
0: dreams are inspirational for sure i'm not going to say that they gave me inspiration for this game um but they definitely are no actually so one thing about making games that i learned in this process is i had a vague idea which was just a a one-liner for the game Mm -hmm. which is just this stupid one-liner that everybody wears a beard and you your beard gets stolen and it's illegal not to have a beard, and you have to go and solve the crime, right? That's the one-liner. That's just the silly like. That's it's the a, hook, it's a funny, right?
1: yeah. That's no, good.
0: It's funny
4: though. But that,
0: I'm intrigued. But that ca- that actually came from uh, a book that I'd read to my kids years ago, which is um, "Where Is My Hat?" And it's this really, really cool kids' book where it's like this big fish, if you don't know it, and he has this little tiny hat, and he's like a big whale. And um, he wakes up and he's like, my hat's gone. Where, where's my hat? And it's like, as it goes through the pages, he sort of moves through the sea under the water and he talks to crabs and things and says, have you seen my hat? Have you seen my hat? And they're like, no, I haven't seen your hat, blah, blah, blah. And then, but some little fish, this little dude stole his hat, right? And so the little dude's like, says to the crab, don't tell the big, you know, don't tell him I stole his hat. I, you know, I'm, and he runs into the weeds and the, the the um the, the 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 plankton and it's really hard to see and it kind of hides in there but anyway the, the 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 thing that inspired me was that story about that and it's and i don't know it's just random thoughts right our neurons fire in peculiar ways and suddenly something comes in your head and you're like what does that mean yeah you know, and you think oh that's funny and then that came to me and then i gave the, i actually thought of that a couple of years ago and i i before a couple of years before the game and just another thought. Like there's a million ideas that people come up with, right? But then I was like, eh, whatever, that'd be cool to make a game about. But then I then I actually made that other game and I'm like, no, I'm never making a game. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing I'm not doing that. <laughs> and then my dog died and I was like, I don't know, the two things finally kind of came together and I was like, it'd be cool to make a game with my dog in it, just for fun, and then I had my original idea and blah blah blah. So but to answer your question, no I didn't have the full story mapped out. Um, But after reading online about the process, it's very similar to writing a story or a novel or a short story or a novel. You have to have sort of like the act, you know, the three act or five act structure. Um, And since it's a narrative based game, I then I after about a couple of months of learning the basics just to know that I could actually do this, like technically make the little dudes run around on the screen and do something. Mm. I was like, okay, now's the time to sit down and make the story because there's no point in just, like, I can't make it up as I go along. So that was when I actually spent about a month doing nothing but but mapping out the, the high-level storyline, which included the, the narrative paths, the just the basic high-level plot of everything, and that's how I put it together. And then after that, it was a lot easier because now you know exactly... You know your locations, you know your characters. Sure. You can then then i can contact the artist and say okay i know that i need a map of this i need a i need a university i need a physics department i need a um i need a store i need a stadium a football stadium whatever it is so yeah
4: let me see p- t- time out there is real r- fast yeah. we just had book club with neil is what this just had what? book club with neil where's my hat oh. We finally got some book club in here. Oh, see, I actually read a book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's only like a five minute book, but it's good.
4: <laughs> I well, hang
2: on, hang on. I got, got some birthday gifts to get. It, it's called our uh, ba- baby shower gifts I need to get. So where's my hat? Or who stole my hat? Where's yeah, my
0: hat? Yeah, uh, oh. I don't know what age you're buying for, but anything between two and six or seven, is that book's a, that book's a hit.
1: I'll or forty-two. Have to keep that in mind for.
3: It's a very,
0: <laughs> very, very good book.
1: My uh, my cousin just had her first birthday, or I guess my cousin's kid just had her <laughs> first birthday. So next year I will have to next keep year. that in mind.
2: So, so Neil, <laughs> good not to, not to. Uh, uh, I think your game is fantastic. I love everything you've done. Have you heard of Bloxels?
0: Yeah, I think I have.
2: Did I tell you about this? Every- so now, is it
0: a board game or a video
2: game? Well, it used block, to be this tray, I this board game, I think. and each block yeah, each block would fit in this like grid thing, and then you take a picture on an iPad, and it would turn it into a, a sprite, like a, a pixelated, like eight mm. bit sprite, right? And so mm-hmm. then you can make things, and then blocks on the, and you can move around and make levels. And so I think I told, maybe I told it told you about it in reference to your son to get him going on it. But it's like it's just dawned on me like you could use this to make a whole game based on Bloxels kind of thing.
0: You did I do remember you talking I do remember you talking about it, yeah. Um, I think it was a couple of episodes ago. Uh, I should definitely check it out. Block Yeah. Oh anyone can build a video game. Bloxels is a powerful way to create characters and art Oh, so you... Huh. Interesting.
2: Could have saved you so a couple like thousand. A I'm sorry.
0: Shit, it's expensive, dude. <laughs> <laughs> 50 student acts, accounts, $250.
1: Oh, Bloxels isn't free. Oh.
0: Okay, home account, $20. Okay, yeah. that's okay. I could have saved you a couple thousand. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fine.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Now, that sounds cool. You know, you know, it's funny, though, because, again, before getting into this whole game-making thing... um, I always thought that making a game was a really really difficult thing and like I had no idea how you would even approach such a thing. Um even as someone that has done computer science over the years I've never been involved in game development. But nowadays there are so many tools out there and like I remember even like my kids a year ago like they they have these they have these really cool apps and tools whereby they can, you know, just drag and drop and they kind of like layer on the complexity. So they make it really simple to begin with. And then if you get more into it, you can add script in and you can add more sophisticated animations and things like that. But all these kids were capable to different degrees of sophistication. Um, and I'm talking like, you know, seven-year-olds of making games. Um, not games that you'd necessarily go pay for on the App Store, but still, I mean, the tool sets are out there. Like you can completely... You know, it's a, it's a very, um, it's a it's a it's a growth industry. Like it's a huge um, area of education. Um, that uh, Marty, you know this, no doubt. Like there's so many things out there. Right? I mean, you must know dealing with middle school kids and high school kids or whatever. That there's so many programs and tools and ways to get these kids into producing all kinds of game based things whether it's video games or board games or or well, secretly games or puzzles
2: secretly one of my pushes that i want to do is and so i just wrote this grant and in there um one of the things i put was that um i'm really going to push some kids to be not just bilingual but trilingual in that they're english spanish and coding language proficient right for the future yeah and so that's one of the things. So all of my programs um, have a heavy influence on coding as a priority of what we're doing. So
4: I, I mean, it is right. I'm one of right my there biggest regrets that I didn't actually learn any coding, and now I'm kind of flopping around which is, like a fish.
0: Which is funny because I would have thought, as a PhD biologist, you probably would have learned some.
4: Well, not. I wish I'd learned it before I was a PhD. We don't exactly have a class about it. I think it would actually be very well because a lot of these bioinformatic programs are command line based. So I'm just flopping around like a fish, seeing what the fuck is happening. But um, (laughs) I wish I knew more. Like, I wish I'd learned more. I honestly wish I had taken coding instead of Spanish because I didn't learn any Spanish. Maybe I would have learned some coding.
0: Right. Instead of, like, learning a human language, we should learn code language right that could be more useful to a lot of people it integrates into like, like all sorts that's, that's of that's even more universal yeah speaking of languages this is a bit of a tangent but um so my son is is one of the most he's the most optimistic person i've ever known in my entire life he just loves everything right but he all his shit came home from from first grade last week and he fucking hates french <laughs> like with a
1: it's like I don't, a French in first grade. Yeah, what and the he hell, did, Neil? Yeah,
0: they have this French thing.
1: What? But,
4: no, that's it, the but right listen, time to do it.
0: Yeah, but he he loves everything. That's There's right. nothing he doesn't love. Except for your cooking. Except French. Except French. And so he said, we get his French book home, and it, on the front it says, Owen, oh, French.
4: Boo.
0: <laughs> in big black letters it's just hilarious like so
4: funny was french the only option as like a language
0: uh no they french or spanish were the choices and he we asked him we said what do you want to do french or spanish and now next year he's doing spanish
4: <laughs> so there you go. Uh, i think that's really good though actually teaching spanish young kids a new language because that's when your brain is more plastic and you can like high schools school's not too late but it's a lot harder i think what's hard for him because i
0: remember when i did languages i think i didn't do languages until about 11 but uh i think what sucks for him is that the the french teacher at the school (laughs) is so classically cliche in that she is french and not only is she french but even to five-year-olds or six-year-olds, the moment they enter that classroom, she will not speak English. So imagine as a 5 you know, she's, and that's, I get that if you're like 11 or 12 and you're trying to like, you know, get into the whole, like, everyone being the same. But at that young age, that's, that seems difficult.
4: And an me. intro class, um, it seems difficult too.
0: Yeah really hard, and so he hates it. He's just no, like,
2: no. No, no, <laughs> no, no. You gotta do the full you immersion. You
4: think no. so? Yeah. Well, wait, you just said no. That, <laughs> oh, no, yeah.
2: That's how you... Geez. That's how you... Marty so who's
3: was never left the country.
4: Uh, Marty, yeah. can you speak <laughs> other language?
2: Uh, Como se llama Martín? Me, oh, sorry. <laughs> Mi me, me nombre es Martín. Martín. So one of the things I have to do for my job now is I have to uh, go serve lunch out at the farm labor camp. And so my minimalistic uh, Spanish speaking skills um, are being utilized very, very poorly.
4: Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say minimalistic for sure. Que, we'll say que
2: que uh, es, Martin. K. Uh, S. Uh, el nombre uh, de estudiantes. What is, your, um, what is your student ID number? What is your student's name? Or your is student's like name. what? Yeah. Um, or what is the name of your student? Like I, I that's what I had to come up with. So um, what I learned in my Spanish class the one phrase that i do remember vividly is donde esta la teca?" does not
4: oh my god me too actually
2: <laughs> does,
3: does not work when serving
2: lunch <laughs> so
4: I, why was that like what we learned in spanish the years that we went to high school and <laughs> i've I never mean, asked está
2: anybody está that Mano. question in my I life
4: just, that one that's important yeah,
1: that's that's a, that could be an important one i mean i have I've, a uh, i have a uh, sorry, I have a contractor working on my house right now, and uh, the all, the the owner showed up today, so there were two of them, um, both uh, Spanish or speaking Spanish, and uh, I could pick up on like some keywords here and there, but they were definitely talking shit on me. I was going to say, you hear <laughs> like- we're Really not behind my back, just sh- straight in front of my back. <laughs> <KTFS>. Straight in <laughs> front of your back, like right they don't front, have to move. Right in front of me. Uh they were just straight up talking shit on me. I knew it. I there I heard Pequeño in there call me tiny no. and all this stuff. I, I'm sure.
4: Seriously? Uh,
2: no. No. <laughs> Jeez. Quit assuming the worst, Tom. Jeez. Is that
4: I kind Jersey of had the opposite. Here. So like my front yard <laughs> I've let go completely feral. Um I'm sure the neighbors all hate me. Which is fine, I don't know. Uh, But last weekend, I got a random knock on my door, and I don't normally answer the door. But I did this time for some reason, and so it was was suspended. Can I
1: guess who it was? Who was it? Was it a pest uh, company on an electric uh, little rider thing with an iPad?
4: No, no.
1: I just got them last week. That's why okay. I, I never, I never get marketing people, whatever, knocking on my door. I live in a cul de sac that's off a main road that is separated between two much larger neighborhoods that everyone else would gravitate towards. Oh,
4: you never no, get those multi-level marketers. Sorry. This
1: I, not since I moved from my parents. No. Yeah, I haven't. I, I do have a story about that, but Hannah. this was
4: a this is Hispanic man. um I just
2: want to say that so I was very heavily
4: accented English. And I was, he was like telling me that he had just started a landscaping company. And I just started laughing for probably 15 seconds straight. And he stared at me dead-eyed <laughs> oh because I was just laughing at him. And I was like, no, 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 wait a what? minute. I see why you asked me. I, do, I would like your help. Sorry for being super awkward about it. Uh, please come back.
0: <laughs> why, why did you laugh?
4: Because he's like, my yard looked like shit. And he came down to my door and says, I'm starting a landscaping company. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm definitely the clientele you're looking
0: for. <laughs> <laughs> so you're laughing at
4: yourself. Yeah, it was at me for 100% how bad my yard was. But uh, <laughs> it was a little weird for a moment.
1: So yeah, it might be a little bit awkward going up to the homeowner or whoever is there that needs to get that stuff taken care of. But at the same time, I it's them being observant. I it. For it. And yeah, respectful for that, sure.
4: It's like, yeah, no, this fucking sucks. You want to help me? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, I'm my, garbage. Please help. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my oddly specific encounter last week. Yeah, there's some guy that was riding around. You know those? Um, they called them like hoverboards, even though they weren't really hoverboards. Oh, like those the electronic yeah. things that you stand on and you go around. Tom, there's, yeah, my, there's my a guy, daughter has one. Yeah, so he must have parked his car, I don't know if he was like at one of the other developments, because there are sidewalks that connect them, but he'd have to be riding that thing for like a quarter mile or so. Um, But yeah, I get a knock on the door, and I look outside, I see the thing sitting there, he's got an iPad in his hand... (laughs) I talked to him for a little bit. He works for some pest control company he was saying that he was doing work at my neighbor's house and he was trying to fill a couple appointments. And oh, if I sign up now, I can get $300 knocked off the first service and they'll come back monthly to spray for ticks and ants or whatever. How many ticks are stuff, in Jersey? I just found it.
4: A lot. Well, I,
1: I mean, there's there's I mean, lunatics. Have, yeah, that's, oh, that's it. Oh, Neil. You know, that's the whole
2: oh, <laughs> With, so the, nice. duct tape. <laughs> with the duct tape. With the duct tape.
1: Give it a try.
0: Notice how it's tied together with duct tape? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, what happened there?
0: Uh, they always break. They fucking break all the time, these things.
1: I didn't and know that. The plastic,
0: the plastic chassis always breaks on these hoverboard things, and uh, you have to either send them back and replace them or eventually give up on that shit. Just time to just duct tape them together. Jeez. So, is that, uh, other is than that, that yours? They're fucking great. They are actually super cool.
1: This guy must have been on a it wasn't like that. It wasn't like the I mean those aren't necessarily cheap, but the ones he was on look like if was probably well over $1000. Oh, the one like wheel super fancy hoverboard he's going around on. Yeah. Is it the it was, one wheel with I think the rugged even had wheel? A seat. I want to say it had a seat in the middle of it.
2: What? That's not a
1: hoverboard. Or some it's... like pole or like a pole to hold on to. I it was I don't <laughs> know. It was a lot fancier <laughs>
4: He can it's also a mobile go strip. It's a say,
1: strip hole.
4: <laughs> if he wants to fill appointments,
1: <laughs> dirty. Uh, but the yeah, yeah. So that's the you know me, Marty. I'm dirty minded. <laughs> that's
0: just who I am. I can't help Jeez. it. Other
1: than that, I had a solar company knock on my door, but at my parents' house, and I was still living there. Uh, do you remember? I don't know if any of you have ever played the Call of Duty Zombies. Yeah, I actually have. Out. So it, Emma was, loves it had that to be shit. the first game that ever came out for that. I do. I was World upstairs warm. some morning. It was like 10 or 11 on a Saturday. And we were in like the somewhat early rounds or like a little, like say mid rounds. I don't know. Maybe like 12. Like we're pretty established into the game. And we're at the end of the round where a zombie is, like, chasing you around. And basically we're, like, prepping for their next round. And I get a knock on the door. So I go down, and it's somebody running for the mayor of the township or whatever like that. Oh, and they like, didn't oh, get sure. your vote. Yeah. Were you and even
4: old enough to vote?
1: I don't think I was. <laughs> no. No, that's a lie. I'm pretty sure I, like, just turned 18 oh. at the time or something yeah i I was in
2: college when that game came out you're not that much younger
1: so (laughs) yeah no not right so i i I was definitely registered or i was definitely old enough to vote just not registered but i mentioned that they asked if i was like the head of the household or whatever yes me 18 year old tom is the head of the household (laughs) i own all the Um, all that
2: the sun touches
1: (laughs) Yeah, and they were basically like, Yeah, we're going around trying to get people to to vote for uh, for like vote for me. Nice to meet you. And I forget who whatever their name was. They're like, Do I have your vote? And I'm like, No. Nah. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm gonna say close no. the door. I to hate <laughs> like, that. I'm busy playing Call of Duty. Go away. Don't
4: come talk to me at my house. <laughs> I find that creepy.
1: I I realized at this point on, like, from now on. There's no reason for me to open don't the open door. Don't open the door. Even if they see me in the inside, like I have no obligation to open my door and talk to you whatsoever. And it's the the end result is better for you that you just don't talk to me and you leave sooner rather than later. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> I'm wasting your yeah. time. Yeah, just go to the next house because I'm not gonna buy something on the spot unless it was something like Girl Scout cookies. Let's say right. that would be like <laughs> I, I know what the product is. I know what I'm getting it. Want and, some weed?
3: Yeah, <laughs> or in case, cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah.
0: You know, it's true that it's it, it, the same. The same philosophy applies to to phones. I mean, when you get the scam calls and the, the, all those guys, they call you up and you, it's like, okay, scam, ignore, 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 right? And once in a while, so what I started to do is, I'll just swipe because, like. of these things are based on you saying they're based on detecting your your the frequency the audio frequency of you saying hello or someone saying something in response right and that's when the thing kicks in so I'll always I will swipe if I don't know the number I'll swipe and I'll just hold my phone to my (laughs) ear and I'll wait and I'll say nothing and 60 70% of the time it just hangs up because they don't get the audio you know whatever But once, you know, the the other 30% of the time, people are like, hello? (laughs) It's like, hello, is anybody there? And I'm like, okay, it's a real person. Okay, hello? (laughs) But then it's just a waste of their time, right? Because as soon as it happens, you know, it's like oh yeah, I'm calling from this fucking company or this or whatever it is, whatever you're getting targeted for. car's like,
1: expiration of its yeah, warranty. Yeah,
0: whatever, man. It's like, and they start going on, they start talking to you and they'll, like, I feel bad for them because they have literally talk. It's
4: such a and terrible And expend job. energy
0: for two minutes. And I'm like, dude, I feel so sorry for you. Please stop talking. Just, it's like, just ask me, am I, well, I guess you can't, right? There's no way to do it, but it's like, It'd be better off if he just said, "Are you an asshole?" And I would be like, yes. "Yes." And then, and then he could hang up, and we'd all feel good about ourselves and move on with our day. <laughs> but it's like no, um, they have to go through the spiel of what they do, what company they are, blah blah blah. See, so they, they got it all in, wrong. Like,
2: we yeah. we already established this earlier in the podcast, and that they go, "You don't want this product. You don't. You don't want You don't want any part of this. Just because it's, it's like, like our marketing. podcast." Yeah, like how you and Andrew market the podcast. No, don't don't listen. And you try to get them to listen. So
0: Right, R- reverse psychology.
2: Right. I
4: don't right, know yeah. if that would work on scam callers. No, no on on
0: that it would work, say, I okay, like, Yeah, I, yeah,
2: know,
4: I don't. No. Yeah. I always <laughs> <They> call, say <laughs> they if they I pick up and... the phone, if I pick up the phone, it ends up actually being a scam caller immediately. I just say not interested and hang up.
1: See, I'm not the one calling them asking about my car's extended warranty expiring. Yeah. That doesn't exist. Like, yeah, I'm
4: like I like messing. The with job that? fucking sucks.
1: That would be an interesting I'm not gonna alone.
4: waste. I'm not gonna waste my time on this thing that I don't care about at all.
1: My captain used to call me and offer me a free cruise, but I don't get that anymore.
2: Your
4: captain? Oh, because oh. you never took. That's because you never took him yeah. up on it. <laughs> know,
1: yeah, apparently. <laughs> This is your captain speaking.
2: What what? <laughs> 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 that's what I that's what he used
0: to say. That's hilarious. Uh, Did like, I, I don't have a
4: captain. You. Who are you?
0: You're yeah. Like, ooh, I'm captain. missing you. Did I
4: list of the oh, so, <laughs> Navy somehow? So I don't know.
0: I like that. That's actually better. Like
1: I'm, I'm prepared to <laughs> Oh it to started off it had the tugboat sound of, ooh. Oh my god, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> you want a free cruise. We did.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, huh.
1: Well, if we well, want to if we want to bring this back to uh, to your game I d- I do I did have I can Spitfire 3 quick questions for you Neil just to wrap oh, up the, the game quick. conversations.
0: One sentence answers.
1: What is the I'll, I'll list just all three questions. What is the most challenging thing you ran into? What is your favorite part about the game? And how do you feel now as you wrap it up?
2: Well, did we even hear about the
0: reviews? We'll do that after.
1: Yeah, and then last is the <laughs> statistics.
0: Most challenging part we're leaving, the, we're
4: leaving my favorite to last, but it's fine. That's
1: the cliffhanger, isn't it? You just, I'm you still keep here. Them Hannah doesn't have to
2: pee yet, we're still I don't good think
0: that, I, I, I don't think there was a most challenging part It's getting close It's, uh, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the grind you got to do a little bit every day No matter what Even if it feels like you're making no progress Just a little bit that's The most challenging part is just to keep going That's all Because like, it's so easy to quit at any given time uh, What was the other question? Uh, what's what, what's the, your favorite
1: thing? Favorite part? Favorite, favorite part thing, person, game? anything? Um,
0: i like the fact that you can play darts i added a little mini game (laughs) for playing darts which is very it's very british it's it's in the bar and you play darts and you throw darts at the dartboard. i like that it is very you um,
1: that sounds fun
0: it's very me it's it's very british it's not uh it's not a game that really goes beyond britain but too much i mean darts i mean it's it's a bar game um but most celebrated in the
2: in the United Kingdom, I would just say. I, uh, so that that was fun. Which I do want to um, say that was one thing I got for a birthday gift from my parents one year was a cork dartboard in college.
0: A, a proper dartboard, yeah. yeah. And
2: I was like, yeah. I live in an apartment. I'm going to put so many holes in this. In <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> should get
1: toothpaste and fill it in.
0: No, so. you, you put up a big, you put up a, you put cork <laughs> up around the dartboard behind it, so you don't, don't hit the so. wall
2: one so of my
1: birthday really I night.
2: never used
0: anywho continue I guess you didn't do that send it to me dude I was I, like that's I kind of a bummer out, I don't know Be where it I'll is I'll buy it off you uh, <laughs> what was the last question oh, how, do you, how do I feel how do you about feel it now, now? Yeah. I feel really proud of my game I, I am actually very very happy with the way it turned out um, I'm excited to just release it and move on with new things um, but I, I, I feel good about it nice it was, it was uh, a lot of work, but not wasted um, because I learned a lot of things and I I enjoyed it. Like I really did enjoy making it. Like it's not about the end goal. This is the process, right? It's sure. It's about the this is the journey of making something and learning as you go. It's so I, I, I enjoy. It. I, I it's charming. I it's how you I think been. it's a charming game.
4: I'm still yeah. thinking about that. There you go, buddy. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I just want to do a quick time out <laughs> kind <of> here. Still <laughs> a quick time out. Even if you don't learn anything, if you had a good time, it's not a waste of your time. Yeah. Like,
0: if you enjoyed it, then who gives a fuck? Because right? okay. so you enjoyed it. Yep. Absolutely. You made it for your dog, Super. man. Because you know what I'll say though, in, in respect to that, none of the nothing I've learned, honestly, is transferable to my regular life it's not it's not useful to my daily job it's not yeah okay you learn a few little things here and there but it's not transferable skills so anything i learn is purely just more esoteric or yeah, personal for you so yeah it was i just had fun that was it it was good i enjoyed it stats
4: stats stats oh, I'm, I'm
0: super stats. excited so i've only got six so here we go we'll start from the bottom or oh, should we start from the top or the bottom
4: you let's decide. start from the bottom and, and on a high note
0: well, start in the bottom, I got a 3 out of 10. Whoop da Yeah. Some guy really didn't like my game. No! I got a 3 out of 10. And, and from the answers, because I said, what do you like about the game? E.g. story, mechanics, artwork, style. Um, and it's they don't actually tell you. They don't correlate the data points, right? So I can't say what the 3 out of 10 guy got. But this guy, I'm pretty sure it was this guy, said... Uh, one two three. I don't think he said anything. I was like, what say do you like about nothing. the game? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you not? What do you not like about the game? And I think this is the guy that said it. And he said, uh, "I think the thing I didn't like the most was the game mechanics, and that was it. Just a one sentence answer. So he didn't really give me much."
1: That guy's um, just there to collect some money, and that's it. Yeah.
0: And then, so one important question that I thought was important to ask was, how much would you pay for this game on Steam? At what price point so i started with would not buy um then i had like a dollar to five dollars and then a dollar counting up from there pretty much up to about 15 bucks so i got one would not buy so I'm assuming i wonder that who that three. was uh, that must have been the three out of ten dude <laughs> doesn't like it not gonna buy it okay fine uh after that i've got two seven out of tens which is decent bad. wow nice one
1: eight
0: out of ten and two nine out of ten. So wow. if you discount the three, if you discount the three guys, like what average of eight? He's an outlier. Th- you can yeah. exclude him. He's them. an outlier.
2: This guy's a prick.
0: You, you can't please everybody. You can't please everybody. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and then uh, one guy said he'd pay a dollar to five dollars for it, which is like okay. One guy said eight dollars, and three people said ten dollars. Um, and ten dollars was going to be the price point. So given that three. Fifty percent of people said that, and one other guy said eight bucks, another guy said five bucks. I'll probably do it for ten bucks. So whatever, that seems reasonable. I
2: suggest seven
0: ninety nine. Um, seven ninety nine or eight ninety
1: nine. Yeah, I agree. $7 Marty doesn't want to give you the full ten.
0: <laughs> Marty doesn't want to spend. <laughs> no, it's $9. psychology. Yeah, no, it's
2: it's part friend. of it. It's part of it. Is like why why some drinks are are priced, you yeah, know, yeah, at a quarter. So a bit a bit of of if you're doing
1: ten, it's got to be nine ninety yeah. nine. I don't. That's yeah. whatever. Okay or the walmart phrase. this was the
0: this was the fuzziest comment i got which was you can tell a lot of love has gone into this game and there are many aspects that i loved although on the surface it looks like a typical rpg maker game which is the engine that i used, there is so much depth and attention to detail gone into this game that it makes it stand out from the rest the scenes were great and had a uh, the combat scenes were great. They had a puzzle element. The match felt huge. The story is silly, but that only adds to the charm of the game. Um, and I and it made me smile on several occasions. Oh, so I felt very warm. Awesome. That's awesome. Felt really nice. I very warmed by that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, super nice, yeah. After two years. <laughs> you
4: got this finally. <laughs> Some feedback. It's nice
0: to get someone to give you a little validation.
4: Bit
0: of <laughs> Thank See? Thank you, yeah. Andrew, no.
4: A bit no, of validation.
3: validation feels good
4: are you talking to? I don't
3: care. It doesn't do anything for me.
4: What?
0: <laughs> Andrew? Why Andrew? I... What? <laughs> do you want validation from Andrew? That's all he's
4: ever wanted. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, Andrew just always poo-poo's on validation. So
4: he just
0: poo-pooed on it I'll again. Poo-poo on
3: validation. <laughs> I give it to you, and then you still want more. What the fuck am I supposed to do, Marty? <laughs> like a...
0: That's true, Marty. In Rocket League, it's true. I, I've seen it. I've seen it happen.
3: Anywho, continue. Uh,
0: anyway, so that, that's, that's that. I, I appreciate you giving me, de- devoting so much time to my project on this podcast, guys. So Thank you.
3: You've, you've yeah, taken I'm, a lot on the project, so mm-hmm. I think it's only fair. I've been, I've been super excited remember, to just
0: find out more about the, it.
1: and all, cause... The
0: podcast is in the game. Everyone in this podcast is in the game. Andrew is a main character who, for whom you have to do a quest. Wow, what? And uh,
3: but so, you will get you know, no validation from him.
0: I'm yeah. not going to get validation from Andrew. I know that, but
3: no, no, the character I, in the quest. Like,
0: oh, uh, actually, you don't. Your Andrew <laughs> characters like he's pretty. He's pretty brutal, <laughs> which is how it goes. Yeah, yeah.
2: So. nailed it nailed nailed the nailed the staff
1: and you said the game can be found on steam for it and it's playable steam, PC and uh, Mac
0: it'll be PC and Mac it's not going to be out for about maybe about a month okay. um once i wrap up this feedback and get everything put together so nice yeah it everything takes longer than it should
1: i'm really excited to try it out it's going to be fun thank you
0: well, before we close oh. out, we
2: did get a new uh, like on our Facebook.
3: I don't remember uh, who it was. Uh, what? We've resorted to likes. Wow. That's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
4: just
2: saying some somebody new liked us on Facebook. So thank you, thank you for that.
3: Thank um, you.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you, Rando. We're,
2: like, just. <laughs> um uh, i want to say the name was <laughs> joe joey yourself, or, joy. Joy okay, or joy yourself joey or Joey. i don't remember. anybody.
4: joe joey or joy calling it, joe joey it, or joy a lady I first name for with show. a j okay it's
2: not, it doesn't not. it doesn't allow me to to see
3: like janice no
1: well that's super exciting
4: though uh well, then she should.
1: <laughs> you guys seem th- <laughs> you guys seem so thrilled.
4: Well, I have to pee again, so I'm like just giving her the full feel of the show.
1: I I also have uh, a lot of thunder and lightning outside, and my house is kind of prone to losing power, so I don't want to lose an hour and forty three minutes almost now. Of a recording, uh,
4: yeah, because uh, you were the one that the asked problem. all the questions. So, we need your audience.
1: Hey, you know what? Yeah, and I figured if needed I'll go back and re-record my questions as best as I could.
4: Future talk what you here? think,
2: Andrew's gonna Andrew's <laughs> gonna edit you in?
1: <laughs> I would listen to all of yours and basically do the editing this week. That's that's what I would volunteer.
4: But his powers did I just
1: up, hear so Tom? So we should probably all wrap, we should to you probably all the wrap this up before now. Wrap it up. We should, probably, a... we should probably wrap this up <laughs> I, yeah, you... so that way I don't jinx myself in any way. Marty, what did we learn this week?
2: Uh, We What's learned that? that Andrew's not going to give validation. We learned we knew that Tom has a lot of follow-up questions. We Tom's also a good learned... interviewer. What did we learn about Hannah this I, week? I agree. Thank I you, think Hannah. Tom's pretty good. Thank you.
0: Tom's pretty good. Thank you. Tom's
2: pretty good. Uh, it's like a
0: professional. I really like a professional. appreciate that. Yeah, I, I don't, don't remember what we interview. learned about awesome. Hannah this week. Um, Probably
4: not. But very we, did. we
0: learned that she doesn't think that it's about how you finish. <laughs> oh, that's right. How it's, it's how you start with and It's not how you.
4: Finish. <laughs> I never came down to the final answer for She's a for starter, that. She's
2: not a finisher. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: oh, that kind of sounds yeah. like me.
2: I'm lazy. We we also learned that Neil is really proud and He's has played a pretty heartwarming game here. So uh, like, there you go. And has too much time. in his house. really
4: proud and right,
0: deservedly But what we learned so. about
3: Marty. That's true. What
4: have we done about
2: Marty? That uh, there was not a Marty story this week and I did not end up in another room with a bridesmaid. I was
4: going to say there were zero we bridesmaids this week.
2: Yep. There you go. Alright.
1: Lear- we learned he likes to coddle kids.
2: Not no, coddle!
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> with that, we are that Are Optional. You can find us on Facebook at <laughs> Uh, plans are optional you can find us on twitter at, at optional plans fuck you fuck you i'm out <laughs> that was the best uh,
4: that
0: was the best moment of the whole
1: podcast right
4: there. oh fucking hell man strong finish. yeah listen to the end strong. okay okay finishing is important <laughs>